0: Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. My name is Mark J. Carter, I'll be your host, and today we're going to demystify mentoring, debunk some myths, and share some strategies that you can take home to create amazing mentorship experiences. I'm joined by Hassan Akmal, the Executive Director of Industry Relations and Career Strategies, lecturer, career mastermind leader, and founder of the Career Design Lab at Columbia University in New York. So, Hassan, I'd love to just jump right in. We've had a lot of conversations, and one topic that has consistently come up is mentoring. I mean, with your job now, what you're doing, how did it, where did it start?
1: You know, it's funny. I was reading, just reading this book, Leaders on Leaders, a second ago, and uh, for me, mentorship started at a very young age. So, I think, um, you know, my father was a PhD and a chemist, and and, uh, he used to be pretty tough on me as a kid. Um, but, in retrospect, he really, I think, was my first mentor, and after he passed away at the very young age of 11 years old, my older brother became my mentor,
0: and little did I know what I was getting into, so, I, uh,
1: How did he, do, what was, the, when, he, when he
0: became your mentor, what, what, what was that, what did he start doing?
1: I think that, um, I remember I was back at UCLA where I did my undergraduate, my undergraduate degree, and, um, I went to him and I put together my, my resume, right? Uh, at that point in time, I had kind of put everything in my resume. I had put my athletics, my passion for poetry, my um, all my achievements. Going back in high school, I used to be the president of the California Scholastic Federation. I mean, every little thing. You know, MVP of my tennis team.
0: Smaller, smaller font.
1: And it just kept getting longer and longer and longer. And my brother kind of took one look at it and said, "Just dropped it down." After saying, telling me that it was way too long, and said. I'm going to ask you one question. And I said, okay. He's like, why should I hire you? And I was like, um, I was thinking, and I might have even said, um, out loud. And he said, you took too long. Come back in two weeks.
0: <laughs> Dang.
1: <laughs> so it was it was pretty tough on me, but I ended up um, working on that question so much that that question I think later would be the question that really would distinguish me uh, when I interviewed. And uh, so he was really my 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 first mentor, and I didn't have a mentor, a point of reference, uh, someone who could really connect me uh, to the right people. I didn't, you know, I never really heard of virtual networking. I uh, was not leveraging the alumni uh, association or the network I had at UCLA, which was which was huge. And um, and so he kind of just gave me a very you could say a wake-up call, wake-up call, and, you know, how prepared you really need to be when it comes to elevator pitches, and, and that was really my first experience with mentorship.
0: Did that continue on when you would seek them out or they'd find you that the tough love, the direct advice?
1: The tough love is right. Actually, what I did is uh, I moved on and said, you know what, why don't I get a couple different mentors, and I think it was kind of, was, I think I came up with that idea myself. I was like, you know, I, I think I need different mentors in different industries, and, and, and now you see that as a best practice. And so I had deans, I had professors, I had pro tennis players, I had, you know, people from, from um, all different walks of life. And uh, I got very different advice from each one of them, and each one of them told me to, to do my resume differently. Um, but um, they all had um, something to add. They all provided some sort of value, um, and I learned something from each one of them. And some of those friendships have have continued on. And um, as a director, you know, right now I'm the director of career services, the chair of career education. So I oversee 14 different courses a semester, um, almost 10 adjunct. um, And I'm also an adjunct professor, uh, not only for the School of Business, um, where I I teach as an instructor for um, career development, the internship courses, career readiness courses, uh, but I also teach global health for the School of Nursing. And in my role here, we we were tasked to really build a state-of-the-art career center, state-of-the-art programming, state-of-the-art technology, um, to build a a virtual platform to connect to the community, employers, parents, um, alumni, and I always have seen mentorship programs housed in different places. And I said, I have yet to see mentorship program, either intertwined or 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 um, a place that's, you know, sort of a home in career services. I haven't seen that. And so we started it. So I currently run the entire mentorship program for, for Quinlan School of Business and started with a pilot and now it's grown.
0: How did what you learned that getting different advice from different mentors and tough love, and how did that carry over when you were on the other side of the fence? You're running these teams, and it's that mix. This is business, you're a boss, you're a leader, and yet a mentor too. How did what you learned when you were younger carry into that role?
1: I think, you know, and even if you read some of the articles in the Harvard Business Review it talks about when it comes to leadership, um, a great leader isn't necessarily a great coach. You know, uh, people in leadership aren't necessarily the best leaders. And there's different styles that people uh, use to get there, whether it's opp- opportunistic or whatever it is. And so I think everyone needs a mentor, right? Everyone needs a mentor. And so, you know, when I was on the other end, I just kept thinking back at, at the people who have... Some were mentors and I didn't even realize they were mentors. And some were mentors and they didn't even realize they were mentors to me. What do you mean um, by that? What I mean by that is like at a point maybe I went to them for a reference and I said, you know, you've really impacted my life. And they were sort of flattered and very humbled by it and said, really, you know, well, sure, I would be happy to, to write a reference. And they didn't realize it's something that they said or something that they did, even if it was just that they were a sounding board. Because for me, I think so many students that I've seen through the pilot and through the, through the launch of, of the program, they... They use their internships as living laboratories, okay. and their hypothesis testing—whether or not a certain path or a field or a job or a company—is really for them. And so, and it's okay to do that. And so, I think even some of my mentors really were just the best listeners. They would listen, and they would probe, and they would make me make the decision. But they you know, they, aligned. They, they They gave me that extra push where they kind of redirected me, and that's what I needed. And so I see that happening with students, um, even when I sit one-on-one with them. Um, we have very tailored, very customized individual coaching, and each student's different.
0: Thank you for listening today. Be sure to go to ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear other conversations about mentoring, marketing, and more.